Hello. I had a hairball. Nice. I'm Lynn. I'm Mark. I'm Vicki. And we are three spilling the tea on this journey we call recovery. Yeah. Who are we? We're telling, we are on telling ourselves. ourselves. Yes, yeah. we are. Air, air day. Air, air day. All day, air day. Yep. Air day. Air day. It, it, it's imperative. It is. <laughs> it's, it keeps us honest. <laughs> <laughs> It is an imperative that we tell on ourselves. Speaking of which, I have a tell. Yay! I have the first thought wrong. Nice. Um, So this week, I, well, a while back, I was given the honor of asking to, I was asked, not asking, I was asked to be a speaker for WWPPG Worldwide Primary Purpose Group, which is a Zoom uh, online Zoom meeting. For, is that like a 12-step open meeting? Yes, kind I was of getting thing? to it. It was a lot. Awesome. No, <laughs> had a lot of yeah. words in there. Yes. And... um near and dear to our hearts because it was um, the meeting that was started at the beginning of the pandemic by yours truly, Vicki. And Mark was very instrumental in uh, early times as well. Well, and now. I don't even know what you do now. I'm sorry. Oh, he's the... Just stuff. He's he's, Trusted servant. He's a trusted servant. Yeah. And let me tell you, it was a lot of work and it is a lot of work. And when I think about the scope of what is still being done, yeah, it's amazing. Oh, it's it really is. Uh, Friday night, there were 60-some people there right. yep. at the thing. I think a bird just hit the window. I think it did. Uh-oh. Sad day. Um, so I got to be a speaker. But back it up a little bit before I showed up at 745 Central Standard Time to be there to be a servant and to do my service work, I had a week from H-E- Devil hockey sticks. <laughs> and, you know, I, I work is busy. Work is crazy. Work can be real stressful. This week was particularly bad because I had to work an extra day. We had special events. I have had some stuff going on in mm-hmm. my life. So everything, I think, was uh, magnified and compounded because mm-hmm. of that. Uh, do you know, remember that movie, Four Weddings and a Funeral? Yep. Never I've saw had, it. well, did you know the title? It's uh, like, yep. four, I've had two deaths and an illness oh, in the boy. last little bit. Yeah. And, I don't think I was giving it the space and um, what's the right word? The space and the time needed to really appreciate what what's going on in my world. Yeah. So because I was in denial about that, you know, living it, living, experiencing it, feeling it, um, every little thing this week was bigger than it needed to be. Like every little thing, delivery screwed up. I had to do a, another thing, a special event. It was big and bad and all the things. So because of that... Um, I was not in a good headspace. And I had talked to the guy that I work with who's my assistant, and I said, I, I want to leave early on Friday so I can get home in time to do the speaker thing. And we had a, a special dinner thing that was going to take up time. And I was talking to him, and I'm like, yeah, now I've got to go home and be serene and show some gratitude. <laughs> Just super salty about all of it. We kind of laughed. and like, ugh. And not feeling any of that at all. And kind of being a little bit resentful because I had to, you know, spend a Friday night when I'd rather just go home and decompress and watch a scary movie because then You October. had an obligation. Yeah, tell, tell, <coughs> tell that part of the story because that is a, is a great... I, yeah. uh, why I love Lynn yeah. Murder Ramp is because of this. I made a pledge to myself on October 1st that I would watch a scary movie every day in October. Every single day. Because it's one of my favorite things on the planet. So Friday night, seriously crimping into my time when I get home. <laughs> And I've got to, you know, all the things. But I want you to know, after the meeting, I yep. found one that was only, uh, it was an hour and 15 minutes. Okay. So I got, I got it you in. You got your I personal pledge. Yes, I'm still, I'm still on track for every day in October. So 
know, Vicky's like, wow, that's an interesting yeah, goal. It's, uh, it's up there. <laughs> it makes my heart happy. All right. That's a, that's the point. To Get know it. yourself is is wisdom. Yes. Is divine. So I showed up at the meeting. Uh, so I got home. I had some time, made myself a cup of tea, did a quick meditation because I have muscle memory with what I need to do to kind of get centered and focused. As soon as I turned the computer on and lit up the screen, I went, oh, I, I know why I'm here. And I was telling Mark earlier, too, I was freaking out about the time that I was taking and I was talking too fast and kind of I felt like I was glossing over some things maybe because I really wanted to focus more on the recovery side, not the drunkologues. And I, while I'm talking, and if you do speaking ever, you know this, you'll be looking at the clock and going, okay, I need to do this for at least 10 more minutes, and then mm-hmm. I need to do that. While you're still speaking, you have like that back inner monologue going on, and that's what was happening. I'm like, shit, I need to talk for at least 15 more minutes, or I'm going to look really lame to go, all right, 10 minutes, I'm out. Who wants to talk? <laughs> so, uh, But what did happen was we ended up having about 25 minutes left. And we had some of the most incredible shares. And there was a lot of people there, newcomers, um, people that uh, hadn't been there before. It was their first time. They were just looking for a meeting on a Friday night, and they stumbled. So it was so divine, and there was just so much goodness that happened in addition to uh, met a lady and connected with her afterwards who has 17 days. And she works literally a block from my work. That's awesome. And as Mark said, you know, if I hadn't done all the things, if everything hadn't been in place, would it have worked out that way? Probably right. not. And so I did. I was where I, exactly where I needed to be, and I was able to find the gratitude and some serenity and all the things that I was being so salty about not having all week. And it, what a great reminder for me to uh, to surrender and to show up where I know I need to be. And yeah, just, showing up when you don't want to. Yes. That is one of the absolutes in my recovery if I do that it gets better if I when when I do it it's always a win when I don't do it it's always wonky exactly mm. and it's when I don't want to is when it's especially uh, magical well, th- oh yeah well the way that you described the moment you had when all that stuff 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 and then the screen right mm-hmm. like it, it it reminded me I mean you're home yeah your home, right? Like yep. you're actually, so uh, does having a really easy day at work, does that make coming home feel that much better? <laughs> right? So right. It really, I mean, that's, it's yeah. where sometimes I, I, I underappreciate uh, the value in a struggle, in challenge. Yes. In, because I mean, that's that idea of if I'm asleep 24 hours a day, sleep ain't no big deal. Yep. Right. And so that idea for you where you actually got that contrast where mm-hmm. you got to sort of deal with, um, you know, things not going the way or, or challenges or whatever. And then you got that relief. I mean, it's that same way when you know, early sobriety, I remember like the first night of sleep that I got after a long day of like yeah. doing stuff as opposed to just thinking or laying around or whatever. It's like, oh, this is how sleep is supposed to feel, mm-hmm. like earned, you know? And, yeah. and and you got home in that meeting setting and it was like, you know, it, kind of all that stuff, you got to leave that, you know, mm-hmm. outside the door. Yeah, and I got to walk away at the end of the meeting with immense gratitude mm, because yeah. I am lucky to be able to have struggles and recognize them and know that there's a solution right. that will make me feel better. Well, and what is so interesting about it to me is this whole concept of 
what happens when we show up and how it expanded your relationship with this woman Mm -hmm. that you were able to touch this woman that was 17 days in the struggle, in the weeds, and forget this is this is the idea of when we come and be generous it really does wash us of all the noise that's in the background it does right well and the way that you showed up whether you realize it or not you might have brought some of that stuff in with you Mm -hmm. which is exactly what connected with that woman Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I come in and I <laughs> like, like the perfect. best yeah. week of my life. And it's like me as a newcomer, I'm like, yeah, I don't BS. Yeah, that ain't my person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <I'm not laughs> like, good it. for you, bud. You know what I mean? And I remember saying during that, I'm like, and I've had kind of a shitty week. I know it's just being lifey. Life yeah. is being lifey. Yeah. Um, nothing major happened, but nothing great happened. And I, I shared that and I said, but the beauty of this program is that I can go to a place that's going to help me come to terms with knowing that I don't have control over all the things that happen in life. Yeah. But what I do have control over is showing up, like Vicky said, showing right. up and, and saying, I'm here. Right. You know? Yeah. I love that. Good stuff. It was good stuff. So thank you. You're welcome. Thank everyone. you for sharing that with us. Yeah. Thank you for spilling the tea. <laughs> Yeah, I had to educate these two <laughs> old fogies on what spilling the tea means. I do have teenagers, so I know some of these things. Yeah. I think that's more of a millennial thing than a Gen Z, though. Yeah. It was completely over my head. So we came up with this little intro thing because we wanted mm-hmm. to have something that was that some continuity with how we yeah. do do our opening. And we kind of brainstormed. I don't think I have one one word in any of that. You two worked it out. And when we did it, I'm like, oh, it rhymes, it's cute. And then later I'm like, what the fuck does spill the tea? <laughs> so so I got I, I, yes. I got the def- I get yeah. to do a definition yeah, corner. Definition. <laughs> and this is a this is a th- is this urban dictionary? Yeah. No, no, no. It says, <laughs> what does it mean to spill the tea? In slang, tea is a term used to refer to gossip or inside information. It is often used in the phrase spill the tea or serve the tea, which means to share juicy or exclusive details about a situation or person. And I would say we kind of do that over we here. Right. We're juicy. Well, and my the tea was different for me. It was truth. So it was spilling the truth. Like, oh, yeah. Right? Well, I mean, and which can both be talked about over tea. Yes, <laughs> yes. And I think... The tea, I, I take away, I don't use gossip as that. I think the tea is, here's what's really the, the real right, deal. Right, right, right. Here's what's happening right. in my real life. Yep. Sorry, I'm going to flash you. Here you go. Yep. Right. Like, <laughs> Not always pretty. Yeah, it, out. Was, it was spilled AF. Like that was. Yeah. <laughs> Alcohol okay. free. I, I, I'm, I'm getting older as we speak. Oh, good. Oy, Dad oy, jokes. <laughs> yeah, but it's Timmy and the whale. Oh, no. <laughs> so speaking of definition. Missions, yes, let's get segue. to it. Um, our topic today is balance, mm. which balance. I'm, I'm terribly excited about. Oh, um, and I found a great definition. It is a situation in which two forces have or are given the same power. I absolutely love that definition. Yeah. Have or are given the same power. Right. And I'll use an example of my week. I had this really challenging, not great week. Um, And I was balanced out on Friday night. 
So I could have a wonderful weekend because of Friday night. I got to have a great weekend. I did all the things that fill my soul, and I still am doing the things that fill my soul, and I'm doing it with peace and serenity and gratitude because I didn't carry all that icky from from the week into my weekend because I got Friday night to balance that out and go, wow, look at all the things that you do have in your life. Mm. Yeah, it's, things still suck. Life is still lifey, yeah. and things are, can be difficult. But look at all the good. Yeah. The what did you say? The yin and yang. You got to have the you got to have you got to have the silver lining, you know, and the, you got to have the clouds before you see. Well, Rainbow. right. There's there's nighttime and daytime. Mm-hmm. We can't control when either of them come. They come that's every what single me day. Off. <laughs> I just like at least that that's pretty consistent. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So meaning our life is always going to be ever shifting and for some reason this girl over here, me, likes to have consistency right. and the consistent thing is it's never consistent. Well, and our brains are wired from, you know, caveman times for survival. So how do you survive? By knowing what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So then you can plan for it. Mm-hmm. So when you get the curveball and it's like, oh, shit, that's not what I planned to have happen today. What are you going to do with it? Are you just going to stomp your feet and throw a temper tantrum and be mad because yeah. it didn't happen the way you had planned? Well, I'll tell you, recovery has given me new lenses with that because mm-hmm. now I see it as an adventure and I see it as, and I don't always like the adventure because if you think about an adventure book, I'm into fantasy books. If you think it's fantasy stories, all that stuff, there's always challenges and then there's always something right. that comes. So I kind of have learned to surrender to the process of it's going to be yicky, but it's all yicky. 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 <laughs> yicky I am. Yicky. We're coming up with all kinds of terms on telling on ourselves. Yeah, it'll be yicky. I'm done. <laughs> 86. Oh, <Vicky>. no. <laughs> Honestly, uh, and, and I don't know if that just lost us on the yicky, but... Um, <laughs> But but I think I, I guess it, it was interesting to hear the definition because for me I, I my understanding of balance right is is not something balanced but it's balancing right mm-hmm. because because that understanding of like life is not balanced mm-hmm. that's why it's my job to balance to be balancing yes. and and I was just talking with someone on the way here because I wanted to get someone early recovery and long-term recovery, I wanted to get two different perspectives on balance in recovery. So I played man on the street, right? Reached out to him. And we were talking about balance, uh, whether it be family, finances, uh, uh, whether it be um, our job, career, um, whether it be our health, right? All these sort of aspects of like page 19 stuff Mm -hmm. in in, uh, a book we like to read or just that sort of flow stream of life. And it was like the idea was, well, who who's deciding on which how big the slices of the pizza are, right? And it's itself. So uh, th- that balance, my idea of balance is, is um, it's not very balanced. You know what I mean? Like I, I was talking with a friend, and I, I do you guys remember Book It? Mm-hmm. Right. So Book It was a program, yes. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Encouraged kids to read, and yep. so this is the alcoholic addict that I am at age 10, 
<laughs> I go to the library. They talk in the morning. They go, we have this book it program where if you read 10 books, you will get a personalized pan pizza. And so I said, okay. Give me 10. So I read a book. <laughs> I sped read it. I came back. I asked for another book. And, I w- and, and about the eighth book, the librarian said, young man, you don't, you don't have to do all this today. And I said, no, you don't understand. <laughs> I do. Like, I'm not leaving here without a pizza. So it's like that balance thing, you know, mm-hmm. for me, what I choose, what my choices are in balancing, right, can be sort of very, um, you know, contingent on how I'm feeling, what I want. So my desires, my thoughts, my uh, uh, opinions, all those things, right? So where is the objectiveness, right? And I think that that's um, what I talked with the other person about, which was like, how do I, if I'm basing all my balance on self, right? I'm kind of missing a lot of the picture. And so Mm -hmm. I think in like something like a 12 step program where we talk about spirituality or we talk about sponsorship, this idea of like having a spiritual thermostat, Mm -hmm. because when you think about balance is a temperature in a sense, right? It's being adjusted, Mm -hmm. you know, and if the door opens, the thermostat isn't instantly go, okay, now it's 38 degrees, it will start to make those adjustments and then realize, well, no, that was just a tough day or that was just, uh, you know, a, a comment taken wrong. Mm-hmm. But it's not going to now go up to 90. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's what I'm grateful for in recovery is that balance based on self, uh, for me at least, is sort of a contradiction. And that's where the we comes in, where I think that having a sponsor, having a good friend, having a partner, having a higher power, having whatever it is to get that um, sort of perspective to understand like really where the balance is. Right. Yeah. When you stay in your head, it's going to get very (laughs) distorted. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And and, in my my addiction anyway, that was the problem. I was so in my head Mm. and then you you don't even know how to like claw your way out. Right. Once you do finally get out and you are honest and you talk to someone or many people about what you're struggling with and they can give you their their story and their perspective, then you're not alone. Yep. So suddenly you're like, okay, all right, totally. I can figure this out. So what you're, I'm learning from both of you right now and what I'm thinking about, what's coming up for me is the serenity prayer and mm. the one day at a time thing as it relates to this because it's so interconnected for my recovery. So every day is a different day. And what happened yesterday, my temperature yesterday doesn't mm-hmm. matter anymore if I'm mm-hmm. actually applying that stuff. Yep. And and the weather is going to change and my moods are going to change and my kids' moods are going to change and construction's going to happen. Yeah. So I guess if I'm able to stay in the day, that is the recalibrating that I need to actually find balance. Yeah. Yeah. And well, back this summer when I had the car accident and all the stuff going on and Vicky's like, how are you doing? What what are you going to do? And I'm like, I am just doing the next thing I need to do. That happened because of recovery. Because when I first got sober, I could not think about tomorrow, next week, a year from now, none of that. That was too overwhelming. But what I could think about was the next thing I needed to do. And it's so funny. 
and again, practice what you practice grows stronger. Um, this past week, even with all the crazy that was going on, I, I really just would ground myself in what's the next thing I need to do because I'm going to get real pissed off if mm-hmm. I look at the whole week and yeah, all the shit that right. I've got coming at me. But if I just look at what's next, and I literally in the morning, I'd look at my calendar. I'd say, okay, I have this meeting, this meeting. I got to be there. I got to do that. And that was it. I, if I looked, because one time I looked at the rest of the week and I got so fucking mad. I'm like, who, how do they expect anybody to do this? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, Lynn, calm down, take it down a notch. <laughs> and that was, I was recalibrating and doing a balance without even realizing that was all like subconscious. I didn't yeah. even realize it because I do have the muscle memory now from practicing. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. got real excited about that. Well, I, I did too. <laughs> and to your point, to have people in your life yeah. that you can go to to bounce it off of, right? Yeah. So, and, and the the wisdom that you have to go to somebody at different points in their journey, because basically that's balance. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Getting the balance yeah. of those two views. And I want to read something because I think it's very apropos to this exact thing. And this is from that book again, The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer. It says, uh, this is talking about balance and, and to give you an idea of what it feels like to be in the center, let's use the example of sailing. We'll begin by going sailing when there's no wind. That's one extreme. And we're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Now let's go sailing when there's tremendous wind, but there's still, but there's no sail. Mm. That the, is the opposite extreme, and again, we're not going anywhere. Sailing is such a good example because there are many forces interacting together. Yeah. There's the wind, the sail, the rudder, and the tension of the ropes of the sail. Yeah. There is a tremendous interplay of forces. What happens if the wind is blowing and you hold the sail too loosely? It doesn't work. What if you hold it too tightly? You tip over. To sail properly, you must hold it just right. But where is just right? Hmm. It's in the center point of tautness of the sail against the force of the wind. Not too much and not too little. It's what we call the sweet spot. Imagine that feeling when the wind hits the sail just right and you're holding the ropes just right. You take off with a perfect feeling of balance. Then the wind shifts and you adjust it. You, the wind, the sail, and the water are one. All the forces are in harmony. Should one force shift, the others shift at the same instant. This is what it means to move in the way. That's a great example. I love it. Yeah. Because we have to be a part of that balance. Mm -hmm. We have to be in that. The adjustments. Yeah. And we also have no not a whole lot of control. So if I'm thinking about this in my terms of my life, mm-hmm. go ahead. You had well, a thought. Well, you said we don't have a lot of control. Right. You don't have control of the outer forces. Right. Is that what you mean? Well, what I mean is we don't have control of, yes, what's being yeah. thrown at us, mm-hmm. right? The wind. The elements. The, the, the type of sail we have. Yeah. Maybe our sail has a rip in it. We don't have control over that, but we do have control of the action we take, there it is. Yes. right? Yes. Yeah. And so when we're able, <laughs> when we're able to allow those things to happen one day at a time, and this is what what is coming up for me. If I do live this one day at a time life that I commit to, that I've practiced, then I'm able to f- shift myself and my 
my thoughts and my feelings and my beliefs and my actions so that it's not going to tank me. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I think it's a matter of adjustments, right? And I love the sailing analogy because we're talking about things like resistance mm-hmm. and things like um, you know, <laughs> defects, right? Yeah. Whether it be in the equipment, whether it be in the, you know, expectations. Well, I expected it to be, uh, you know, a breezy Perfect day night. and all yep. this, right. Yep. And, and so that being adjustable, um, you know, seeking that, that sweet spot. Right. But I think also too, like, um, it, for me, that can be the challenge is I hit a sweet spot and I want to drop anchor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a sail. I'm not a sailor, or a, you know, a yachtsman, or I see. I don't even know the proper marine <laughs> term, but I just I know that I I want when things are good or when something um, feels right. I I want to hold on to that. Yeah. Not realizing that what made it right was that it entered and it will exit. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's beautiful. It is. You know, I think about a lot of the time how we're, we, I, um, what is my goal is to be happy. You know, what is happy? If I were happy all the time, would I appreciate happy? (laughs) No. Um, And Dak Shepard, years ago, when I first started listening to Armchair Expert, he was talking about um, when we're going through difficult times or good times, he said, when you're on a roller coaster, if you like roller coasters, which I do, you're on a roller coaster, and that feeling when you're going down that that rush, that adrenaline, that dope, all the things, do you expect that to always happen? Right. Like, do you feel think your brain's always going to be that happy? Right. No. So why is it when we feel bad, when we're in a sad place and things are difficult, why do we then think, well, this is just how life's going to be? So I'm going to say, as an alcoholic, yeah. I do want it to be like that all I, the time. I, that was I, my life <laughs> mission. Yeah, I mean, I do expect it to you be. Yeah. And it when it's not it. like that, I, well... I seeked at, it. At, yeah, that, yeah, that was my... That was my my operating system. It was, how do I get the most feeling out of everything? And Uh for me, feeling could be good or bad. It just was feeling, right? Which is why when when I got sober and it was not total chaos, good or bad, I was super uncomfortable. I I did not like this at Mm -hmm. all. And what what is this? Is this it? And then you realize there's so much more. Right. However, you got to get through that, mm-hmm. that understanding that it's not always going to be a rush. Yeah, it's not always going to be really high and it's not always going to be really low. Well, that's, and there's the old ideas, new ideas, right? Mm-hmm. This is why I need the we. This is why we mm-hmm. have a sponsor. This is why we have each other. It's why, because uh, there was, so, and this might be way off, but I was listening to an audio book about like um, judging strangers and how bad we are at it. Like they took these FBI experts and they asked them to um, analyze if someone was lying or not. And based on these specific sort of like uh, tools that they use, um, they were able to sort of be a 90% right on, on people that were lying. But not using those tools, they, they, were, they were actually FBI profilers were worse than the average person. Huh. Right, exactly. And so there's that, I'm bringing in my understanding of something mm-hmm. and that's helping me base and come to a conclusion. I'm grateful for a program or sponsorship or friendship and recovery because 
I was able to get a new tool, one that I had never used and one that actually helped me expand my horizons as yep. opposed to pinpointing those ones that I knew to be true. Right. Right. And so uh, the reason I brought that up was, you know, the understanding of they asked these, um, it's a very cool book. I'll have to tell you about it next week. But there was, um, they took pictures of smiley face. Okay. So uh, these were headshots. Smiley face, sad face, angry face. And they presented them to all these school children. Of course, school children, you know, you don't, you could be a fourth grader and you know what a happy face looks like. Mm -hmm. Sad face. They went to this um, place across the, uh, like in Antarctica or some other place in the world that had no interaction with social media or television or any of that stuff. And they were completely different. What they saw a sad face was actually content. What they saw a, a scared <laughs> face was actually like happy. Excitement. Right. Yeah. So it's this, to me, what I got out of that was I bring my filing system, my processor, let's mm -hmm. call it that, right? And then I make judgments, decisions, uh, opinions, all those things based on my old ideas. Mm -hmm. And this balance too is contingent on that open-mindedness on not necessarily what I know to be true, but maybe what I haven't learned yet. Yeah. What I don't know to be true. Right. So there's, there's, and, and that's, what's so great for me in this journey is the ability to open myself up with, Oh, that might not be the only totally. way. There's many, many ways. Right. H haven't you had a better feeling from unlearning something than yes. you have from learning something oh, God, new? Yes. Right. Like yeah, it, yeah, yeah. it's a, it's a, like a, it, for me, it was like a, a very huge, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't have to do it that way. You mean I don't always have to do it that way? I yeah. can do it in mm -hmm. a different way, yeah. or I mean, there's so many things. It's my mind is right yep. now. When I was a for a while, I was a traveling chef, so I go to all different locations and train and set up, and we did remodels and grand openings and yada yada. So. I would um, always try to go in with an open mind. And people would, you know, say, isn't that really hard? Because, you know, you have a certain way you need to do these corporate programs. I'm like, I, every time I went somewhere, if I let myself, I could learn a new way to do something. Mm. If I didn't, if I'm like, nope, this is how we do it, it was miserable for everybody. And I walked away going, well, that wasn't very successful and nobody felt really good about it. Yeah. But if I could be open-minded, and that was just like this little insight, aha moment that I had. I don't even know why or how because I certainly hadn't been practicing it. But I was like, oh, I could actually learn, even if they, they don't have a culinary degree, but they've worked in this store for all this time, they know, they know how to do something better. Huh. Well, balance isn't rigid. Mm -hmm. It's fluid. Yes. It's supposed yes. to be. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. Those slices of pizza are supposed to change sizes all the time. Yes, you come to Chicago, and yes, we do have the pizza that is round, that has very much stuff on it, the deep dish, mm -hmm. but we also have... Tavern. The, well, and it's Cut in squares. That's well, so rectangles. Weird. I don't like yeah. that. Much. I love it. <laughs> I, I love the tavern. I do not like your square slices. <laughs> I miss Cali triangles. But no, I, I just think that that um, there's the broad roominess. Mm -hmm. I had to bring up roomy. Mm -hmm. Shout I like out broad. to roomy. Broad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, I Yicky. guess that understanding of of it not being a sort of uh, uh, like finite. Like that, that, oh, I've figured out what balance is to me right now. Uh, that doesn't mean that's balance in an hour from now. Yep. You know, no. adjustable. Yes. Yeah. Teachable. It's the sailboat. Because yep. you don't know, that. you never know which way the wind's going to blow. Totally. 
And it's an adventure. Mm-hmm. That's, That's a- how we get to we get to choose to look at it that way. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about that when you said it earlier. Um, in Buddhism, they talk about obstacles, how we can choose to look at them. Can we look at it as an obstacle or can we look at it as a new way to learn to do something as a growth? Yeah. I mean, they're AFCO. It's an AFCO, yeah. yeah. Another freaking growth opportunity. And we get to oh, choose. Oh, boy, I just learned that one. Well, right. You don't look at a piece of gym equipment as a as, as a problem, right? I mean, yeah. it's actually a tool. Yeah, it's a tool that actually works muscles. Mm-hmm. It's uncomfortable. It's doing what it's supposed to be doing. Right. So if we can look at uh, a relationship uh, or you know a conflict, if you can look at those things as a piece of gym equipment mm-hmm. in this gym of life. Um, <laughs> game of life, life, life. <laughs> At the gym all the time. That would be cool, white, miserable for this little girl. Oh yeah, that that is haunting. <laughs> Not my dream. No, I've never been a gym rat myself. I like the yoga mat. Yeah, I like the pool. Yes, me yeah, too. The spa. Um, I like the boxing part. <laughs> when I did kickboxing, that was like my favorite yeah. exercise thing I've ever done in my life. Hmm. God, I love hitting a bag. <laughs> <laughs> it's energy. Yeah. It feels good. Well, yin and yang. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yes. Yin and yeah. yang. Yeah. So I would like to, Are we? how are we feeling? Complete? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I feel pretty uh, yeah. balanced. I know. Oh. Go figure. <laughs> I, the he- I got right. goosebumps three times in this episode. I so I want to share some of my golden nuggets before you guys get something out. Uh, first thing was what you said that was a mic drop. What made it right is that it will enter and it will exit. Mm-hmm. And and the whole encompassing of this whole episode for me, and this has been a theme, is the expansion yeah. of yes. my beliefs, of my mind, of my heart, of my uh, ability to show up in a different way, so that there's that that I can be part of the growth of myself and the people around me. Yeah, that's good. That's real good. Very uh, good. One of my favorite ones was from Mark as well. Um, Balance is contingent upon open-mindedness. That really kind of blew my mind. That was like a big spark for me. I'm like, whoa, it is. Um, Because, I again, I get to choose. But if I can just be open, it's like, wow, look at that, how that worked out. Mm -hmm. Because can you imagine if you were in a sailboat and sailing and you said, no, I don't want it to go that way. (laughs) Wind, stop wind. (laughs) (laughs) uh, You know what? Game, end this game, right? It's like, really? <laughs> reset, yeah, reset. I was going to say, it's not a video game. This is life. <laughs> I know. Yeah, like you, uh, you know. You're going to play whether you want to or not. Now, how difficult it's going to be is up to you. Yeah, resistance. I, 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 love, I love the sailboat analogy, too. Yeah. I think that um, because, you know, for me, I kept thinking balancing um, sort of um, a tray in my hand, mm-hmm. um, all these sort of things, and not actually realizing that, like, is it as much about, it's both, as me balancing things, people, places, things, or is it focusing on the one balance I actually have, which is myself? Yeah. So, and how you fit in. Yeah. Right? With all of Because we do all fit. Yes, we do. We all fit. Oh, my goodness. There's a place at the table. Yes. Amazing. Good stuff. I love you guys. Oh, oh stop. Don't be well, weird. like us. <laughs> I just made it weird. You just made it super <laughs> awkward. Like us, follow us, 
share. If you have a question, email us. I know there is someone that emailed us or sent us a message on one of the platforms and I can't find your message. So I promise we will get back to you as soon as we can. Yes. Yes. Do you have any plugs, Vic? I do. I have a workshop coming up. Sweet. And 200 audience is going to get a coupon code for it. Hooray. Yay. Um, basically, it is going to be about the art of listening. So our, one of our previous episodes mm-hmm. inspired Which my workshop. Which is still one of my favorite ones we've done, the communication. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I loved it. We, uh, I'm really digging into with improv, with recovery, with working in corporate America, how listening can really help all of this in all of our lives. So when well, I loved your like your last workshop, I mean just the way that it's not a PowerPoint presentation, that yeah. it's actually interactive, yes. that there's it's entertaining. Uh it's 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 actually um, a really great example of like the we and connecting on you know on that level. Yeah, so. you're not being well, talked at. That's totally. No. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the yeah. workshop isn't about the teacher; it's about the collective. Right. Yes, right. the experience. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Exciting. Yay. She's pretty amazing, y'all. I'll Just drop saying. the yeah, coupon code. I'll I mean, drop we're the coupon biased, code. But yeah, she is. Yeah. If, if I, you I've don't had, believe us, then you ju- you judge for yourself. Yeah, experience it because I have heard from outside sources that they also felt the same. So. I've heard yep. that too. Mm-hmm. Man on the street. I I, I have an <laughs> I have an ear to the, <laughs> to, an ear to the ground. <laughs> I am listening to the pulse. Of He's the listening to the listening. Good stuff. Thanks, guys. Peace out. Later.